Podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Hello, everybody. Kayla Lords here of the Smut Lancers podcast. By my lonesome missing Molly. Uh, I think it's safe to say that if we could be attached at the hip, I'd be okay with that. I mean, truly, if we could just be on the same continent, I'd be okay. Uh, same time zone would be even better. Uh, but when I can't have that, can I please podcast with my friend and business partner, Molly Moore? Not this week. Um, so this week, I kind of want to jump right into it because I'm sitting down to record uh, moments after inspiration struck, I took down some notes. So this will hopefully make some amount of sense. Um, and I kind of want to get it out and hopefully it's coherent. So let's start with the fact that um, I forgot to write down the fact that I had to record this p- podcast you're listening to now, this episode uh, on my to-do list. And I was like, what? If it's not on my to-do list, it doesn't exist. What am I going to do? And that's when I realized that that was yet another uh, um, sign that I'm extremely distracted. I'm extremely unfocused. Um, I'm wishing I could be doing other things. And I think that's pretty standard for many creative people, smut lancing and otherwise we have often more ideas than time in the day. I know for me, I'm working on one thing. I'm thinking about working on another. I'm almost impatient to get through one project because these other things are waiting at the edges of my brain. Like, please, please make me happen. Please make me a reality too. And there's been a lot of that. Uh, You heard in uh, an episode a couple weeks ago, we talked about the rebranding of the Smut Lancers, which every time I go like on social media and I see the new logo, I just smile. Oh my gosh, the colors, the layout. Oh, I love it. Um, You are going to hear in two weeks from now, uh, on October 5th, I know that date, uh, about another project Molly and I have been working on. I'm working on a project with John Brownstone, uh, my partner, if you don't know, my husband and partner. Um, And then there's just all the other stuff that's going on. So there's always things going on. There's a lot of big things going on right now. it is easy to get distracted when you're in the middle of doing those things, especially if you're in the tedious part of a project. Um, and it's sort of the boring part. It's sort of the part that's kind of in that, that lull. It's no longer new. So it's not quite as exciting as it once was. It's, and you're not close enough to the end to see light at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's the mundane kind of stuff, the tedious stuff. Well, 
I'm used to that feeling and I have sort of learned how to live with that feeling. We've talked about it in past episodes. I write things down. Um, I take tons of notes. I uh, often start Google Drive folders <laughs> so I can collect those things. So I know I can go back to them. And if I never go back to them, that means that idea probably was not viable for me. If I can't stop thinking about them, even after I've written everything down, then that's something that I'm probably gonna work on next. Um, but there is another thing that happens. And I thought <laughs> what was happening was, oh, I'm in kind of the boring middle part of these projects um, where it's a lot of behind the scenes, small things you can't really see. So th that's why I'm, I'm thinking about everything else that I wish I was doing. And that's, there is some of that, but I also <laughs> had a, big realization, truly just 20 minutes before I sat down to record that, and it came because here I am, it's it's a Friday that I'm recording. Um, Fridays are one of my favorite days to work, not because it's almost the weekend, although there is that, but because I tend to do almost nothing but my own projects. Like Mondays and Tuesdays are almost purely client work. Wednesday is a mix. Thursday is a mix where it's my projects and client work. Friday tends to be almost nothing but client work. It's favorite day of the week. I get a ton of stuff done. I feel like I'm making progress on my goals. Yay. Here I am. It was Friday morning. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm looking at my to-do list. My client to-do list is almost completely checked off for the week. My Kayla Lord's to-do list is like half checked off. I've got a ton of stuff to do. And I just went, I don't want to do any of this. My mind could not stop thinking about the lunch I'm going to have with John Brownstone, the um, personal hobbies and projects I'm doing that have nothing to do with work. Like I cross stitch. I love cross stitch. I'm uh, saving up to buy quilting stuff because I want to learn how to quilt. Uh, I'm doing uh, postcard campaigns for get out the vote campaigns here in the United States. And that's, that's not business related at all. It's all my own personal stuff. And I couldn't stop thinking about that. And I was saying to John Brownstone, I'm like, I think I might just take today off and maybe I'll just work Sunday because he's gonna be out doing something on Sunday. And I was like, that's a great day. You're not even here, it won't matter. And I didn't wanna do that. I didn't, I wanted to work today because this is a good time to do it. And there were things that were timely and needed to get done today. But I had no energy, no drive, no nothing. Just didn't wanna do it. And I thought to myself, what is wrong with me? And I, I do self checks, internal introspective self checks all the time. When I notice that I'm not doing what I know that I need to do, I'm not keeping my best uh, interests at heart because I let myself procrastinate. Yesterday was uh, one of those days I spent way too much time on Twitter, more than I have in over a week. And it was fun, but also I lost a lot of time. Uh, some things didn't get done that could have gotten done that day. Um, and when that starts to happen, I have learned enough about myself to start asking myself questions. Okay, is this mental health? Is this anxiety? Is this a depressive low? Is there something going on there? Um, is there something going on in my personal life? Am I tired? How have I been sleeping? How does my stomach hurt? Have I had any coffee? Like I, I, I do these self checks. I've just learned to do that because if I can figure out the reason or multiple reasons, I can usually go, okay, what's my workaround for that? If it is mental health, I have, I try to the best of my ability. I go, okay, 
just work a little bit and then you can take the rest of the day off and you can catch it up later. It's fine. If it's my stomach hurts or wait, I haven't had any coffee, then I'm going to go fix that. I'm going to go take care of those needs to get myself back on track. I have even given myself uh, breaks, which I'm not really good at, but I'm trying to get better at. I'm just going and sitting on our little love seat here in the office with my book and reading for 30 minutes and just giving myself a breather. And I did all of those self checks and it was none of those things. And then I realized <laughs> there's a thing that I've known since Monday of this week that I need to do. And in my personal opinion, it needed to be done this week. Nobody told me I had to do it this week. Nobody gave me a deadline. But as a professional, I went, the best time to do this is this week. Um, I work as an editor in many capacities, and that means that I work with writers. And when there's bad news to give writers, the owner of a site will happily look at their editor and go, you need to go handle that. Uh, I fucking hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it. I'd rather reject a pitch idea than give a writer bad news. And I know that. Now, I recognize that's not the most relatable example, but what brought me here, maybe go, we're going to talk about this, is that what was stopping me, what was, had all week long, had been just killing my motivation, killing my productivity. All I wanted to do was just like, anything but what I needed to be working on was that I had a task I was dreading. I just didn't want to do it. Did it need to be done? Yes. Was it my responsibility to do it? Yeah. Uh, Do I feel like there's a right way to do it in a right timeline and that is important to me? Uh Uh-huh. So I got to get it done. And that is actually what stopped me from taking my procrastination to level 100 today. Uh, I was sitting at my desk and I was telling John Brownstone, I have no desire to do anything. Like I just, it's, I don't have it. It's not there. And we started talking through it. He's a really good sounding board. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll take today off, give myself the break. Maybe I'm just tired. And then while you're out of the house on Sunday, I'll work. He goes, you know, that sounds great. That sounds like a plan. And then I started thinking of the things that had to get done today because that's my timeline. And if I can, I can do what I want, y'all. I'm a smut lancer who works for herself. I can choose anything. I can make any decision to change anything I want. But I like keeping to schedules. I like keeping to routines. They make everything else flow better the way I currently have them set up. Yes, I have the option to change it, but it would just mess me up for a few days in the future. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to still work. Uh-uh. And finally, I asked myself the right question. I'd been doing the, have you had enough to eat? Have you had enough sleep? Is it mental health? I'd done all that. I was like, what the fuck are you dreading? What is it that you wish you weren't doing? Because something told me that that was what had me stuck. And the moment I even asked myself that question, I already knew the answer. I knew the answer before, but I was doing my best to not think of it at all had this one thing I really didn't want to do. And so I recognize not everybody works as an editor. Not everybody has to like reject people and give bad news. So you might not be able to relate to that, but I do think we all have things that we dread doing. Our reasons for dreading them can be completely different. Sometimes it's just that thing that you just wish you didn't have to do. You don't even have what we could label a quote, good reason. You just don't want to do it. Maybe it's a thing that you think will have a negative outcome or somebody's going to be upset by it and you're dreading their reaction. 
Maybe it's just your least favorite task of your whole to-do list, but you know you gotta do it and you can't psych yourself out by doing all the good stuff first. And that is one of my main tips when that is the thing you're dreading. there is a common uh, bit of wisdom that says, go ahead and do the hard thing first. And I'm gonna get to that uh, because that is ultimately what I discovered. But I know sometimes I can get myself amped up with small, easy wins by doing the stuff I really wanna do first. And then I'm in a good mindset to tackle the thing I don't really wanna do because I've already got a sense of accomplishment first. Um, In this case, that wasn't enough because I was looking at a to-do list of things I couldn't wait to work on that would be signs of progress for all these projects going on. And I didn't even wanna touch them. I didn't wanna do anything. Like it had totally fucked me up. And so that is the thing to think about. And what do you do with that once you have that realization? So the first thing is, do the the inner self check, figure it out. If it is something you are dreading, think about why you're dreading it. Like go ahead and have that sort of uh, little look too. Like what is it that you're dreading? Sometimes you're dreading things legitimately. You've got to disappoint people or you've got to do something you really just don't like doing, but you know needs to get done. The f- you know, have that conversation with yourself, get real with yourself about it. Sometimes in doing that, um, solutions will present themselves. If you do that with yourself all the time and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, I absolutely encourage you to continue to create relationships and ties with people that you can reach out to. So I have John Brownstone and when I don't have John Brownstone, I have Molly Moore. I'm gonna go to one of those two people First and foremost, do I have other people I can turn to? Sure, I have an entire you know community of people that I have and will go to and say, this thing's going on and uh, I just don't, I don't like how I feel about it. And I've got that community and that's great. But if you don't have a bunch of people, cultivate the relationships with one or two people that you feel like get you, get the work you do. Even if they don't get the work you do, they are great listeners and they are accepting of it. You know, there is something really powerful about having somebody in your life that you can sort of just say things to, even if they cannot offer actionable advice, but that you know they're listening to you and that they genuinely care about you, even if all of the words coming out of your mouth sound like, techno speak to them. Like they don't even understand those words. They don't know any context with those words, but they're happy to be your sounding board just so you can say it out loud to somebody else. Because in that case, saying it out loud, the act of saying it out loud, sometimes you just know it hits you. When you can talk to somebody who is also a colleague, somebody who gets what you do because they do it in their own way as well, then sometimes you get insight you can't give yourself. You're too close to the problem. Molly is really great at asking me questions usually. Well, why do you think you have to do it exactly like that at exactly this time and in exactly this way? And if I can't give a good answer, I know that what I've done is I've fallen for my own bullshit. Um, But you know, even that can be helpful. Uh, If you do not have a community of folks like that in your life, I I do have a recommendation, patreon.com slash smutlancers. Just saying, told you we're gonna lean in. This is me leaning in. so you figured out what the problem is. You've figured out why, you know, you're filled with dread. There's something you just don't wanna do. It's blocking you and it's a pure block. It's blocked you from doing everything else. What do you do next? This is decision time. 
For, and there's no right answer here. For me, in my specific example of having to give writers bad news that I do not want to do, thank you very much, um, I knew that I could not do anything else until I had done it. This was the thing I'd been dreading all week. I had known since Monday afternoon I needed to do it. I was trying to find, quote, the perfect time, the perfect way. I did, I legitimately could delay by about 24 hours because I needed to get clarification um, from the client as to, you know, wait, did I hear this right? Tell me the right thing, blah, blah, blah. But eventually there came a point where the more I delayed, the more it felt wrong to delay because I wasn't in that case, living my own values and ethics, which is if you know people, in, in this case, people are depending on this for some amount of money. Maybe it's not paying their mortgage, but that's money that they have come to count on. And if I have to be the one to tell them, Haha, that's not happening anymore, um, I need to do that quickly so they have time to prepare and they have time to be disappointed if they're gonna be disappointed and then move on. Um, and part of the, in this specific case was because I don't know exactly what to say that's the right thing to say. I probably won't, it, no matter how much I workshop it, it still won't be perfect, but it will, it will, it will be sincere. Um, so for me, the decision this time was do the thing you're dreading, just suck it the fuck up and do the thing. And I'm not gonna lie, that takes a certain, I don't wanna say strength, I think that gives myself too much credit, but when I'm thinking of y'all out there, it is a certain strength because you don't wanna do it. You could just take the day off, but your other priorities have to be important enough to overcome that feeling, to say, you know what, I'll just fucking do the hard thing because I really wanna get past this so I can go work on the things I really wanna be doing. And part of that means that the things you really wanna be doing, you're not doing, have to be that compelling to you to be the motivator that you need. That will not always be the case. Sometimes either the thing you're dreading or the reason you have that block where you just can't move forward even though you want to, even though you're looking at this list and going, but these are all things I said I wanted to do. Um, sometimes the answer is to go, you know what, not today. We will, we will come back to it. Or, and this is where, this does not apply to my example, but I'll bet money it applies to many examples out there. Sometimes you don't need to do that thing you're dreading. Let me qualify that. Did you commit to something that is about your profession for which your money and or reputation are on the line for? Please rethink that before you go, you know what? I just don't have to do that. Technically, you don't have to do a damn thing, okay? We all get to decide that we are or are not gonna do things. And I have been ghosted by many a writer from an editor perspective. So for my writers out there, uh, you can decide you're just not gonna write that article, submit it, get paid for it, even though that's the agreement. Now, there are consequences for every decision we make, of course, uh, from my personal perspective. You ghost me as a writer, I don't accept your pitches anymore, but that might be okay too. Sometimes we have to not do things because that's what's in our own best interest, even if the consequence is something we wish we didn't have to deal with. Sometimes it's in our best interest to not do the thing. Sometimes we thought it was a great idea. We said, yeah, we can do this thing. And we started or we tried or we, you know, got right up to the line. We were about to start it. And something within us is like, nope, nope, stop, danger, danger, go no further. It's okay to listen to that voice. I don't want to send people out there into, you know, uh, 
anxious frenzies because what you're more concerned about is disappointing 10 million people. That's not what we're talking about here. But you do have to look at the things that you might be deciding you don't want to do. If you desperately need that money and you are capable of doing that thing that you said you would do for that money and it doesn't go against your ethics, values, or morals, then you might need to suck it up and just do it and then just not do it again, not say yes in the future. Um, I have worked through all kinds of things that people would tell you you should never work through because that's bad for self-care. I have worked through strep throat. I have worked through migraines. I have worked through anxiety. I have worked through the things where what I should do, what good advice says is to sit down. I've told y'all myself, sometimes you need to just lay the fuck down and rest. Except if my choice is this is a thing I have to do so that I can pay my bills and take care of my family versus I need to rest, I will probably opt for I need to take care of my family and then I will rest. And then I will learn a lesson on should I have said yes to that thing to begin with. And so it's about competing priorities, but you can absolutely go that thing I'm dreading, that thing that is blocking me from doing uh, all the other things I wanna do. Do I have to actually do it? Watch out for the shouldas, the I should do it, I ought to do it. this person thinks I should do it. Uh, Best practices say I should. If you start shooting all over yourself and that's the only reason you've got for thinking you should do this thing that you're dreading or that's causing your internal block, um, that's a problem. There are many things we should do, but also the world does not come to an end when we don't, okay? I should take a multivitamin every day. I know, I've read the stuff, I've heard the people, I don't. I'm still here, it's fine. I should floss twice a day. I do tell my dentist I floss twice a day. We all know I'm lying. My dentist is in my mouth. Sir, sure, I should do it. There's a lot of things I should do. I don't do. And the world keeps spinning and we keep moving forward and I'm relatively happy in my life and as a human being. So just because you should do something does not mean that that is the right thing for you. And also do another kind of check-in. Who says we should do it? Because God help us, if it's the patriarchy, fuck that shit, okay? If it's your own anxiety, if it's the voice of the meanest person you ever had in your life that shamed you for shit, even if it's from 20 years ago, fuck that, okay? Part of being a smut lancer is building the life that we want to have and the career that we want to have, doing something that's meaningful to us, doing something that's important to us, that happens to be about sex in some way. That means that there are things that would probably be best if we tried to do most of the time, but we really do get to make these decisions and it is an ownership thing and it is a power thing. And these are our decisions. Will there be consequences for decisions we make? Of course there will be. But are they the kind of consequences that can't be overcome? No. Just because I won't accept a pitch from a ghosted writer, a writer who ghosts me, does not mean that they will never get another pitch accepted. It means they just can't pitch me again. I promise you there are millions of places to pitch your writing. Um, Just because you said, I was totally gonna write that blog series in my blog because it feels really important. And then you go, I just, something's blocking me. I can't, I'm not gonna. Doesn't mean one, you can't write it later. And two, that anything you create after that's invalid. That's not how this works. So that is a thing to to try to decipher. Is this a thing you can, need to just go ahead and do. In my case, if I didn't do it, it wasn't gonna get done. And then 
I was gonna scramble later at the last minute and disappoint people with no real time to plan. This was my job and I didn't, I maybe I could have asked the client, could they do it? But I didn't want that. I had built the relationship with these people. I wanted to, to the best of my ability, end it in a good way. It was the right decision. In some ways, I think most of us could go, there was no other decision because to not do it wasn't an option. Uh, and to ask somebody else to do it was would have been not great. Now, does that mean I can't reach out to my network of people and go, hey, I have to say this, does this sound right? How would you like to be approached? I can get feedback, I can get advice, but ultimately this is a job I'm being paid to do, I have to do it. In other things, no, I don't have to. I have made those decisions before. I've had, cl- I've had a client that I uh, let go, I guess, I disengaged with and it was several hundred dollars a month and it was the right decision at the time. There has been a consequence to that, my income. Um, I did not make up that income as quickly as I thought I would. Um, that's a consequence. That's a consequence I'm willing to live with. Just because there is a consequence for everything doesn't mean you, you're unhappy with that consequence. Like you, that you, y'all, I know I've repeated myself. I've only had three sips of coffee, sorry. Um, so just think about that. When you have that thing that, you dread when you have that block that's stopping you from doing the things you want to be doing. So figure out what it, what's causing it. Is it something that's um, a known quantity? You're not eating well, you're not sleeping well, it's your mental health, it's your physical health. Like what, what? It's not that, okay. Is it something that you're dreading? Is it something you don't really want to do? Okay. Think about why, think about why that is, get real with yourself and then it's decision time and a decision of some sort needs to be made because what's happening is you're probably going to stay blocked until you make that decision on a much more granular, smaller level that I think most of us will recognize. I think this is part of writer's block. It's not the end all be all of writer's block, but it's part of writer's block, especially among sex bloggers. Here's why. Here's what I've seen. We are writing the things that we want to write. And at some point we decide that's what we should write because that's what we've become known for. That's because that's what people seem to respond to. That's because people seem to comment the most on it. We get the most views for it. So somewhere in our mind, whether uh, on a conscious level or a subconscious level, we decide that this is what we write. And then some idea comes to us. Some, maybe it's not even an idea, it's just a thing we'd like to express. And somewhere in our mind, we decide, well, I can't do that. That's my audience didn't come here for that. That's not what I usually write. It won't get as much traffic, like whatever, whatever the reason is, we in some way decide we can't write about that thing. We have to, we should mm, watch yourself for shooting all over the cell. We should write about this other thing, but we're blocked. We can't. We sit down to write. We can't. We know what we need to write. We know what we Let's go back to that word, should write, we can't. We have a million ideas and something is stopping us, we can't. In many, many cases, including with myself, the moment I become unblocked is the moment I write the thing that I don't think I'm supposed to write or I should write. Maybe it's in the way that I don't, it's in a style, maybe it's a topic, maybe it's a rant and the moment I either I make a decision or I just write the fucking thing, I'm unblocked. 
we can move forward. We can do other things. It's like the the faucet has has opened up and it's all pouring out of me. Um, and sometimes there is some dread there. It's not just a block. It's dread because you have an unpopular opinion or you know you're going to make people mad or you think, oh my God, Twitter is going to come for me because I'm saying this thing. Will This goes back to it. Will there be consequences for the choices you make? Of course, that's always a potential. Um, it does not mean that you those consequences aren't things you can't live with. Um, it doesn't mean that the consequence is worth that worth more than what happens once you get through that block, once you make that decision. So for anybody who's like, oh, the block, yeah, I kind of understand the block, but not really think of it in terms of your creativity. If you've ever gotten blocked and thought you had writer's block, you couldn't make any more pictures, you couldn't do this, do a self check and ask yourself, is there something that you wish you could do, make, write, say, but you don't think you should? Because if that's hanging out in your mind and in your heart, the rest of your creativity will absolutely be blocked. And I've seen people who didn't even want to sit down at their laptop or their computer because they were so blocked, because the feeling of dread was was so great, because they just didn't want to do anything. They were looking at all their lists of all these ideas and all these things that fill them with so much excitement, but they just couldn't do it. Um, and there are, I'll say again, there are a lot of reasons that happens, but one of them is what is the thing you're dreading? What is the thing that's blocking you? What are you gonna do about it? And ultimately, that's what it is. That's the decision that has to get made. What are you gonna do about it? In my case, I'm fucking doing the hard thing because I got too much other stuff I wanna get done today and I wanna take my whole weekend off and that's what I wanna do. Uh, in somebody else's case, it might be that what they're gonna do is they're gonna quit that thing. They're gonna stop that thing. They're gonna reject that thing. There's no right answer, but a decision has to be made because not making a decision is a decision, but if you're being eaten up inside with not feeling great, dread, anxiety, lethargy, apathy, like all these things that just don't help you move your goals forward in any way, that's not helpful to you. That's not the right or a good decision to be making. So make a fucking decision. You're gonna do the thing, you're gonna not do the thing. You're gonna modify how you do the thing. You're gonna move the date of when you do the thing, but make a decision so you can get past this moment and move forward and, and focus on other things. And I'm gonna leave it at that. And next week it will be Molly again. And then we will be back. The October 5th episode has actually already been recorded because we're time travelers. And so now I need to get my shit together to get that stuff done so that the October 5th episode is like actually means something and is not just us rambling about things that never happened. So that's it for me this week. I hope that helped it. Y'all, it helped me because I went, oh yeah, this is, this is a thing. This is definitely a thing to talk about. Uh, even if my example is highly specific, not everybody's an editor, not everybody does that yet, but Remember that for the future. If you get to that point where you are overseeing other people and you're working with other, other people and have some level of responsibility and care for those other people, just fucking do it. Uh, which is something Molly says quite frequently and it definitely applies here. Make a fucking decision, just fucking do it, whatever that might be. Uh, that's it for me, y'all, this week. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. You can get more 
of all of this and much more uh, at thesmutlancer.com and patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Smutlancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smutlancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at thesmutlancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at eroticonuk, all one word, eroticonuk. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smutlancers, join us at patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.